Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Throughout August, we've been sharing free episodes from our Patreon-exclusive shows to give you a glimpse of what we offer on patreon.com slash kindoffunny during our August Patreon pledge drive. To sweeten the deal, we've just released the first episode to everybody of 20 Minutes of Tears, an eight-episode Let's Play series with Greg Miller and Brian Altano diving into Tears of the Kingdom. If you enjoy it, all eight episodes are out right now on patreon.com slash kindoffunny for all members at the $10 tier or above. Thank you for supporting the wild adventure that is kind of funny. If you haven't joined in yet, kindly consider doing so before the month concludes. Thank you all so much. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. I'm one of your host, Blessing, Addie Lee Jr. Joining me is WWE superstar, Greg Miller. Hello, Blessing. How are you? Doing good, Greg. How are you doing? I'm excellent. Yeah? It's still at that point, though, where I, the anxiety is up here. Mm-hmm. Are the fog machines just randomly going off? Are they mm-hmm. both broken now? <laughs> when nothing happens, you have to be ready at any second for that. Ah! <laughs> Oh, so that one just doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, that now. one's been that one one of the fritz yesterday with me and Tim. Gotcha. Because I didn't know I, I didn't know if you experienced it yesterday where it was just doing it was doing too much. No, it was very no, very no, no, aggressive no. yesterday oh, yesterday no. during Games Daily. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't see that. The whole no, thing. No. It, was, it was very God, scary. Monday is what I'm talking. No, 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 no. What did me and Tim did podcast yesterday? Kind of funny yeah, podcast. it was yeah, KFP yeah. yesterday. It all runs together. But yeah, yesterday Games Daily, the the one that's not working anymore was would like rev up before it would blast the smoke. So that's uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna make just like a psh noise, but I didn't want to throw off blessings. So I just didn't. You crushed it. Yeah. You know, wondering. I'm always worried. Greg, are you excited for this very normal day in the office? Totally. Nothing special happening? No, I did a Greg way on the way to work today, as I often do. Uh, it'll be up later when Cool Greg gets to it, about the fact that it feels like E3 day. You know, mm. Paris is here. Paris has flown up. He is here in San Francisco. We are recording the Starfield review today. It, of course, posts tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Games cast podcast feeds around the globe. Uh, of course, at 9 a.m. We also tomorrow, we also start the As Long As You Want It marathon stream of Starfield, where Snowbike Mike is playing for he says forever. He's committed to 24 hours. If you can get him through 24 hours, I will come in and I will stream on Friday to get him some rest and come back. And there's a bunch of crazy stuff. You've been, you know, producing a bunch of TikToks for us and all this stuff. Like we are, it's a really cool feeling right now to be on the verge of Starfield actually being out, actually being able to talk about it. You know, you and I, right before we went live, talked about spoilery stuff that we wouldn't be able to talk about on the review. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I've let any of the steam out. Like, I can yeah. feel it all on my chest. Everything I have to say, you know, good, bad, or otherwise about this game, I am teeming ready to talk to someone about. And I know you are, and I know uh, Paris is. And if, I know yeah, I feel like there's just a lot of pent-up energy around this yeah. game that, like, we're all ready to just, like, like. Well, it's funny because, you know, friends in the industry, other peers will hit me up and be like, so, you know, how's kind of funny feel about the game? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hear this and I hear that, but I can interpret it that way. I can do this. Like, I can tell you what I think, but I'm not even lead reviewer. Yeah uh greg yeah of course we're gonna talk about starfield people are gonna hear about starfield of course tomorrow they sure are. for now i want to talk real quickly about this mini indie showcase oh this is the thing that kyle stevenson six one indie yeah six one indie kyle stevenson and mike Toundro do yeah uh, of course friends of the show yeah. slash like kind of funny best friends slash just people that i consider peers right like yeah. when i was doing okay beast i'll look at them as like 
oh, these are the other guys that are Your coming competition. up. We got to break them. We yeah, gotta I got to break them. them. I got to make sure that their, their, their names are never heard of in this industry. After right. Um, they do the mini indie showcase, which yeah. is this cool indie showcase that they do. I think they usually time it around PAX. Um, and it's this really cool thing. I was watching it in the office area right before this. And it's really cool to see, one, the production of it is, like, really good. Yeah. Like, really, really good to the point where... I, I was imagining this, right, of me still being at OKBeast, OK like in the in the timeline where I not, never got hired by Kind of Funny. Sure. Right? Like me still doing the OKBeast OK thing. I don't know if I would ever get on that level that they're at with six women. Wow, okay. Yeah. Like they're doing this showcase thing on a level where I'm like, damn, like y'all are really putting in the work. The quality is there. The writing in their bits and like their back and forth when they're doing the interstitials between the game trailers are there. The games that they're showing off are like these really cool, really unique, um, charming indie games that like, you know, their whole thing is that they want to. with a gun. Scroll with a gun. Yeah, they want to give spotlights uh, to games that wouldn't get the spotlight Thank otherwise. Yeah. And I think they're doing a really good job. Um, and I want to highlight a couple of the games. One of them being this game called Dread Hunter. Uh, it's basically this top-down space shooting game that I would probably analogize to Hades immediately, just in terms of what the gameplay is like. It's like a dungeon-crawly type thing. Okay. Um, but in terms of style, Barrett has it brought up here, right? Like it looks more of like a alien um, fantasy sort of thing. You're going through fast-paced gameplay. Um, the st Steam description reads like this, right? Plow through hordes of deadly monsters and defeat vicious bosses in an intense, fast-paced shooter RPG where all items are legendary. Levels are ever-changing and combat is razor sharp. I couldn't tell if this is a, a roguelite or not. They say the levels are ever changing, but yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's like a you die and then you start over kind of thing. Regardless, this looks like a really fun game. Yeah, 100%. This looks great. Yeah. So this is one of the ones that immediately stood out to me. And then the other one, which I think I've talked about on the show before, but the game finally got a release date, is this game called Checkmate Showdown. Oh, you yeah. talked a lot about this one. Yeah. This is one that I've been looking forward to. It's half chess, half fighting game. Yeah. And so you play the game like you're playing a game of chess, right? But when a piece is overtaking another piece and then transitions into this fighting game screen where you're playing as the different pieces yeah. and you're going back and forth and you're actually having fighting game uh, gameplay. Uh, it is online. You have rollback net code, which is kind of wild. Uh, but they announced their date is November 15th and this game continues to look really fun and really cool. And it's a melding of two things that I really love, right? Between chess and fighting games. And so, again, shout out to Mini Indie Showcase yeah. for showing off these games. After their PAX East one last time around, I tweeted this, and it remains as true as ever. If you go to 61indie.com, their top story is the showcase. You can click on it, but spell out 6, spell out 1indie.com. They have it embedded there at the top of the page. And then more importantly, I always feel, if you scroll down, they have done such a great job of getting a curated list. You can click on any of the games there. Boom, click on Hellscreen, click on whoever, and it opens up, and it's got the description. Then it's got the Steam link. It's got the Discord. It's got the tweet. It's got the... It's like... You, wherever you want to send a person, you can do it. And remember, like I always talk about with this, and we always talk about for any game you enjoy, wishlisting matters so much to developers, let alone small indie developers. It really works for them, both getting promotion, getting noticed, and then if they go to a publisher, if they go and try to get a Game Pass deal, they try to get a, a PlayStation deal, it works so well to be able to say, well, we have X thousand people who have wishlisted this. There is an interest. So, yeah. of course, go watch the Mini Indie Showcase. Of course, you can find it at 61indie.com. And then when you find games you like, go there and wishlist these games i can't tell you that enough yeah and another one i want to shout out real quick is this game hell screen um that um i think barrett just had had brought up 
but the Steam description reads, use a rearview mirror to fight through a horror-filled hillscape in this Doom-inspired retro FPS. Shoot behind you, uh, detect invisible enemies, and never fail, never fall victim to enemy traps. Find new weapons, unlock abilities, and warp to maps uh, at any time. Objects and mirror are closer than they appear. And this is really cool-looking first-person shooter game. So shout-out to Hellscreen. That's another one. Paris did the damn thing. What do you do? We sent him to infiltrate IGN. Uh-huh. All right. He went there a few weeks ago, did some content with them, and he put up a photo and he said, Hi, game over Greggy. And he had the IGN cup. And I said, Ask them if they will trade me an IGN cup for a kind of funny cup like you've got. Mm. So he said, A done deal. And I can so give he this brought to you. me this. Well, we, we got clean ones we can send back with you. Thank you very much, Paris. Of course, Paris in town. It's happening. Starfield, ladies and gentlemen. It's happening. You know what else is happening? What's happening? Video game news. Let's talk about today's stories, which include PS Plus gets a price increase, Elder Scrolls 6 enters early development, and more, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games, we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kinda Funny Games daily. Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code Kinda Funny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be a part of the show, head to kindoffunny.com slash kfgd to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad-free plus a bevy of bonus content. Housekeeping for you, it's time liftoff starfield is set to launch at the end of the week and kind of funny will be your home for the ultimate marathon stream into this new bethesda universe starting thursday at 9 a.m mike and the crew will take to the stars with your support and stream for as long as you want it on <laughs> twitch.tv slash kind of funny games best promotion this poster is incredible was this roger yeah i, I told roger he's got to get the words off it and just put it out so we can put it up as a patreon reward because it's uh, people need to hang this in the room this is fantastic and then speaking of starfield the starfield review is on the way with paris and the games cast crew this thursday that's tomorrow don't forget the x cast has your back with a your starfield questions answered episode so write into kind of slash x cast with your starfield questions so paris gary and greg can answer them all ahead of release thank you to our patreon producers jedi master deadpool delaney twining and logan delaney today we're brought to you by rocket the money brothers. the delaney bros we're brought to you by rocket money and netflix is one piece but we'll tell you about that later for now let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. Five stories today. A baker's dozen. It's so pathetic, too, you know? But it's like, it's pathetic, but endearing. No. You know what I mean? This one's this one can't do its job. This one's, exactly, it's keeping on, keeping on. I don't know if it's like it Again, we talked about it yesterday, and it reminds me in more ways than one of Nick, you know? Of then, of Nick. Best, yeah, yeah. But failing every time. No, yeah. I like this thing way more than I like Nick. Fair. <laughs> Story number one. Something you won't like. PlayStation Plus prices increase. Directly from the PlayStation blog. It's a new month with a new lineup of PlayStation Plus monthly games for September. The monthly games lineup of Saints Row. Black Desert Traveler Edition and Generation Zero will be available to PlayStation Plus members on Tuesday, September 5th until Monday, October 2nd. 
We also wanted to let you know that starting September 6th, we'll be increasing the price for PlayStation Plus 12-month subscriptions globally across all benefit plans. The price adjustments will enable us to continue bringing high-quality games and value-added benefits to your PlayStation Plus subscription service. Here are the new prices for PlayStation Plus 12-month subscription plans. For PS Plus Essential, 12-month, you're getting... You're paying $79.99 for U.S. dollars. For PS Plus Extra 12 months, you're paying $134.99 U.S. dollars. And then for PS Plus Premium 12 months, you're paying $159.99. The new prices for the 12-month subscription will remain at a discounted rate when compared to purchasing the one-month or three-month subscriptions over a 12-month period. Greg? Yeah. Saints, Saints Row. <laughs> Yo, we gotta increase the price. Let's do it on a great month. Let's do it on the month. We've had a bunch of really good months. Yeah, we've had a bunch of really good months. We didn't, we didn't wanna... do it when we were Saints offering Row. Stray or the other cool games. Uh-huh. We'll do it when we're offering Saints Row as the PS Plus monthly games. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's for, where you went. For reference, again, like the new price for PS Plus Essential is seventy nine dollars and ninety nine cents, right? So eighty dollars, basically. That is yeah. up from sixty dollars. I was gonna say, yeah, so a twenty dollar price hike there. And and gadget has like like the breakdown from Chris Holt, right? Of Sony is jacking up annual PlayStation plans by as much as forty dollars. An annual essential, uh, an annual essential subscription will cost eighty dollars per year, up from sixty. The extra plan is going up by thirty five to one thirty five per year, while the annual premium plan will soon cost $40 more at $160. In the, in the, back to the actual facts you just read and stuff yeah. like that. $40 more. That's a lot of money. That's like us. multiple other subscription services. 100%. I get Hulu and Netflix. Yeah. And Peacock probably. Yeah. With, with that amount. I can get internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there you really get into the, okay, well, how much of these services are you using? How many of these benefits are you using? For us, this is, you know, I, I, I always bristle at the uh, people who question us when we review a game and they go, well, your opinion doesn't matter. You didn't pay for it. You know what I mean? Like you don't know anymore. It's been said to me, you know, the 17 years of doing this, you don't know what $70 means anymore, which I don't agree with, especially about a game, especially about your time, especially about whatever. But I do think PlayStation plus as a subscription service is such a personal thing that it really is. Well, how much are you using it? Cause like for me, I was not shocked, but kind of shocked when I needed to do something recently and I went to download one of the free games they gave out, not as the the uh, essential, but that was in the catalog. Yeah. And I didn't have that. I was like, oh, I have the bare minimum PlayStation Plus after they gave us the codes to try it out for whatever it was. It just reverted back to my old thing, which was the basic. And I was like, oh, okay. And I looked through it and I was like, well, no, I'm I, Greg Miller. I'm not going to re-up because even when they put a game into the catalog that I could download that I'd want to play. Usually we've reviewed it or we got a code or whatever, but then even to go up to premium, right? Like I am not hankering to play these PSP games or these PS2 games again. Mm. I'm glad they're there or whatever. If that's your jam, I'm not what about game trials again. Not for us. This is where I, this is where I'm getting into. Yeah. <laughs> Sarcasm. My apologies. Yeah, my apologies. But, but it's like that thing of like, I feel like that's everybody's, it's gotta be everybody's arithmetic with this. And sadly, to some degree, it's not easy arithmetic. You know, I loved when PlayStation Plus originally launched at IGN. Colin and I went there and we did a thing where we had one article that we updated every month of what it actually saved us. What did we do? What did we buy? What did we download to try to see what the actual numbers were going to be? And it was what like by month two or whatever, it mm. paid for itself kind of thing. Whereas with this one, I really don't. It, you have to really get into the weeds of how you're using PlayStation Plus to make sure. But I do sit here and go, man, from 
eighty dollars a year to eighty. Eighty dollars. That is you a. Know what I mean, that's a big jump, right? Yeah. And that's an investment you got to think about. That, that that is an extra twenty dollars a year, and that's essential. That's the, that's and, the bare minimum. Foot in the door. Let's play online. And like, I, I think to on that one, yeah, I'm with you on the arithmetic side of things. Of hey, it is worth to you what is worth to you. I think playing online is such a big benefit that it's it's hard to imagine having a PS5 and not having PS Plus Essential. That plus the added games, right? But playing online is something that most people do. But even there, yes, I agree with you yeah. too. It, but even there, like, I'll give you another real world scenario of this, right? Where Jen and I got obsessed with Diablo. God bless it, I love Diablo. You know, well, I knew we were going to be obsessed. But I, I caught me off guard that Jen got obsessed. Mm -hmm. And so when we were doing the, you know, split screen co-op, everything's great. Night one, she had joined my game. Night two, I, I kept playing. So night two, I was like, all right, well, I'll join your game. And we started getting into all these weird, like, wait, what's going on? It turned out she didn't have PlayStation Plus. So I was like, oh, fuck, right, that makes sense. And so I jumped in and I bought PlayStation Plus for her. I mean, we bought it, but it's our money. But like my my thought process and what it is to this day was cool. We're doing monthly. Like I uh, I don't think Jen is committed to Diablo, nor am I with the schedule for reviews we have that we're going to be here for a year that we need to have it. It has to be here, yada, yada, yada. It was, let's do this. Let's do it monthly and cut it off when we're not using it for you. Yeah. And so I think, again, that's where you get into this arithmetic of, what does it mean to you? I think it's so funny to talk about game subscriptions, right? Because, at least for me, this is what my world revolves around is video games. So I'm paying so close attention to it, da, da, da. You get to entertainment subscription services. I am the problem of, I think I'm subscribed to Apple Plus. I turned it on for severance, but haven't been back. And like, wait, do, yeah. what Netflix plan? Do, uh, where we're using Joey's Hulu. And it's like, I, you know, I, I don't know what's happening on that subscription dollar and cents thing. Whereas with games, I'm so dialed in that I know what I'm using, what I'm actually not using to sit there and go, okay, this month back off, this month do this, da, da, da. Yeah. I think the tough thing with the game side of things, though, is that games are so expensive compared sure. to even the other things. Oh, sure. About, 100%. Right? Where Netflix will go up from, and this is me just throwing out numbers. I actually don't know what Netflix is at now because I bum off my, my parents. But like it'll go from twelve dollars to fourteen dollars a month, right? And it's like, damn, dude. All right, cool. Like that's two more dollars a month. When you're talking about a forty dollar jump from one hundred and twenty to one hundred and sixty dollars to PS Plus Premium, and you get into the well, what am I getting out of this already? So for me, like in the same boat as you, where we got those codes to review the new format of yeah. PS Plus back in the day, back in the day being like what a year ago, um, <laughs> we got that. Right, mine lapsed, and I also didn't keep the upgrade to PS Plus Premium or extra because. I wasn't using it enough, right, to like justify the price that I was going to put into that. And now you're telling me that that thing that was that at $120 was already too much for me. You're putting at $160. I can't imagine. I, I would. I would love to hear from people out there that are paying for it. Is is that worth it for anybody? Right. When we were talking about all of the um, shortcomings of PS Plus Premium, when you're talking about yeah, like the classic games that you get on that service, you're playing via streaming anyway right it's not like you're actually actually downloading these games it's not an xbox uh game pass situation right where you can play ps3 games and download them onto your thing and own them in that way and do all that stuff right you're talking about a very specific selection of psp ps2 ps i forget if ps1 games are even on there but a very specific co collection of classic games they're doing through streaming and then uh having the game trial be a thing right like is that worth 160 dollars then you yeah. jump to extra extra i think is the one where you have the most wiggle room of I could see why somebody would pay for it. I could see why somebody would be like, no, this isn't for me. Because Extra does have a good catalog. The Extra catalog also does have games that, you know, it, what that they added Dreams there sea of uh, stars. last month. They added Sea of Stars there, right? At last launch, day and date. Like, again, like, yep. I think, you know, we're, we're taking shots at Saints Row because it's not a great game. And so I, it's a funny one to have out here or whatever. If you go into what they've added to Extra over the past few months, it has been great. It has been, I think, an Xbox Game Pass competitor, which has always been, you know, the best value in gaming and da 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 da. Yeah. And like 
PlayStation has been building that out and chasing that and making that something. But it is then that question of just like, well, are you using it? Or is it worth it? Like, is it, again, this is always uh, locking it in to take that gamble. Okay, so you'll get a price break if you buy the year, right? Their prices are going up across the board, but if you buy the year, you get a price break. Great. Is it actually going to net out that you get that much money out of it? Or would it have made more sense that when Sea of Stars dropped, you bought the month of extra and then went back to whatever or what you want to be? Greg, I want to bring in a question from Nano. About time somebody did. Who oh, Nanobiologist. In, who writes in economyfunny.com slash KFGD, just like you can. And I got to apologize, Nanobiologist. So he was at Reb and Imran's wedding. You see him? Yeah. His wife was there. Or girlfriend and wife. No, wife, wife, I believe. Anyways, I, I was like... Yes, he, wife. Thank you. He came over to talk to me when I was playing with little Benny, but of course, Ben, when he, he wasn't eating his burrito, he's running around having a little fun with the monster truck. And, and we, we, me and Nano caught up for quite a while. And then I was like, and he's like, oh, no, oh I got to come meet your wife. And then, of course, like... Ben ran off. I went and did something for the wedding, and I came back, and Jen's like, we got to take Ben home. <laughs> he, we, we, he did not nap, and he's melting down. I'm like, all right, boom, and we just disappeared. I never See said Ben, like, thrown over tables. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, over the cave, like, home. Uh, Nana writes in and says, with the news of PlayStation raising the prices of PS Plus service by at least 33%, there, there, uh, there is just one question on my mind. Have they added enough to the service since its relaunch to make this new price worth it for most people? What exactly have they added, whether it be features-wise or games that will keep you subscribed to the service, besides being able to play online with friends? Thanks, Nano. It's a very subjective question. Exactly, And that's back to the your own personal arithmetic. Have they done something? What's your use case for it? Yeah, I... It's tough to argue yes, right? Like, yeah. I, think they, I think they've done a lot to make it a worthwhile service. I don't know if they've done enough to justify a price hike to that extent. Right. And like, I, I think this is more of a conversation of video games being more expensive as we go. Right. Like, I think this is in the same conversation of, of games raising from $60 to $70. I think this is in the conversation of, um, uh, game, like with the, going back to the Microsoft versus PlayStation or Microsoft versus the state. I don't know. Uh, going back to like the whole <laughs> leaked court documents of PlayStation talking about how much it costs to make a game like Last of Us or how much it costs to make a game like Horizon. Right. Like, yeah. I don't think this is necessarily about the value that they see the player getting out of these things more so than, hey, this is what it costs to like keep things worthwhile for us and to keep things running, running for us. And like, you know, I am not at PlayStation. I am not a Sony executive. I don't know how much that in the reality that is that versus money just coming into my pockets as somebody at the top of Sony. I'm sure it's a bit of both. I'm sure it's mostly the money coming into the pockets of executives, but yeah, like I don't think this is about value, right? Like I, I, I think this more so just comes down to we want to make more money as PlayStation and we think people will pay this, this amount for this and they might be right about that. Exactly, right? I mean, all of this is business uh, related and decisions and bottom line related and trying to make as much money as possible because this is a business and this is an art, right? Mm -hmm. uh, What's well, you know, video games are the meeting of it. PlayStation Plus is very much about business, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, it is this idea of, I'm sure it is how much are they offering, whatever, but then it's also that question of, Okay, we've seen we relaunched it. We put all these tiers in there. We did all this stuff. We're not seeing the return we wanted or hoped for on it, or we feel like we can get more from this. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they are doing the thing of, well, we see and think and forecast that if we do this increase, we will lose X percentage of players, or X percentage of players who are at the premium level will drop to extra, or extra will drop to essential, mm -hmm. but that will still net out to more dollars than what we are making right now that will still be a better deal and it did go by there it went too fast already in the chat i saw somebody say if you're already subscribed and you have a playstation 5 playstation 4 you're going to stick to this right that's what they're counting on as well 
mm-hmm. that everybody will be angry up not even angry debate this have these conversations question it and then in the end we'll stick around and be like well of course i'm gonna do this i still need to play online i need to do this i need to do that yeah it's I, how it is, right? And I, I, what I've been trying to chase while we've been live, and I have not been able to, so kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong or chat. Does Xbox Game Pass Ultimate still sell in an annual subscription format? I, I have the articles of when they raised their prices. They went up to, what, $16.99, $17.99? I'm off that page already. No, $16.99 is what the one month of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is now. But I can't find, hey, I want to buy a year of it. How much does that cost? Because obviously 16 or 17 bucks would be like a little over $200. For a, a year, but I can't. No, no yearly Xbox, says Gene Jack. Huh, okay. Thank you. I think I only pay, paid a dollar and I've had it for like three years somehow. Stack them <laughs> up. Stack them up. Uh, I do want to bring in also, I, I could have when I saw this the other day of, a, of articles popping up about subscription services for video games stalling, but I yeah. didn't find the one that I saw, I swear to God, two days ago. But I did find one from IGN from June 2023, so only a couple months ago. Sure. The I, IGN article, article from Wesley Yen Pool is titled, Growth of Video Game Subscription Spending Stalls, New Data Suggests. Right. It reads like this. The U.S. video game subscription market is likely approaching a plateau in terms of player spending, according to new data from analytic firm Circana. According to the company's Games Market Dynamics report, in April 2023, game subscription spending in the U.S. was only 2% higher than in the same period last year. Quote, finding new subscribers beyond the console ownership yeah. base has proven very difficult thus far, Circana Executive Director Matt Piscatella said in a tweet. Uh, Sony's PS Plus saw zero growth in subscribers year on year, ending March 31st. Now I can probably just stop there in terms of what the context is here. Of, right. Yeah. Like I don't. They're not seeing the growth trajectory that maybe they wanted. Right. At, least, at the very least, there's not consistent growth with it. They've hit a plateau, and I'm sure this feeds into that as well. One hundred percent. How do we get more juice out of this? How do we get more money out of this? How do we make the changes, the big swings, the big changes we made to PS Plus? worthwhile for us and i think yeah that is the audience we have is the audience we're going to have at least for the future yeah for the momentary future right maybe one day they do the thing and they throw the switch and they you know because there is this uh, argument to be made right if we're talking about xbox game pass uh ultimate being 200 dollars, a little bit more than right compare that to even playstation plus premium at 160 all right well it's 40 dollars cheaper right Mm -hmm. but remember xbox is put your tomorrow or yeah no is it when's starfield i guess it's Starfield is early access on Friday. Yeah, but is that Xbox Game Pass or is that going to be? Oh, is that know. a special special? That's a special, special like special. Uh, edition. Xbox Game, Game Pass, Pass is getting standard edition, in. standard yeah. edition. Yeah. So, like, anyways, even getting the, that out of the thing though, mm-hmm. you're getting Xbox's first party games there. You're getting their big, you know, hitters a day and date for an extra forty bucks, right? Yeah. So you could argue with PlayStation then, of course, that I'm not getting there, getting that from you, and I'm I'm spending. $70 more for each one of these, right? Spider-Man 2 will cost me $70 on top of 160 which is already more than $200. Yeah. I, I, I saw somebody in, in chat mention that, okay, they're not seeing more subscribers, so they're deciding to lose subscribers instead. When you do the, when you do the math, right, if you lose even, let's say, 5% of the people you have subscribed to PS Plus, which they won't, like, that is a high percentage to lose. They're not going to lose that. But if you lose 5%, you're still making 33% more based on these price increases. I can assure you I have no idea if that math checks out, but yeah. I definitely am behind the science of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is exactly what I was talking about earlier, right? Yeah, like the people who go, oh, this is too rich for my blood and leave, I do think that they are going to be the minority. I think the majority oh. will say, maybe the majority goes, well, I'm going to drop to the cheaper level, at which point yeah. PlayStation's like, we don't care. We're still getting more money out of you from that level, so whatever. That's totally the idea, right? And then you figure all the new converts who knock on wood if you're PlayStation, I don't give a shit. 
buy a the spider-man playstation or spider-man 2 playstation ultimate edition and get the they come home with their first ps5 and put it down and they buy it and they turn it on like it pops up and they don't even think oh okay mm-hmm. like i this is just how, what it costs this is what this is the cost of doing business of getting these games and doing this thing and i get free games i didn't even think about that da, 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 da. and it's also interesting of course the timing of this because we're joking about Saints Row, but really, what is it? It's right before the launch of Spider-Man 2, yeah. where they know they're going to get a whole bunch of new people. It's funny when uh, Xbox Game Pass, of course, eliminated the dollar thing ahead of Starfield, because yeah. they're like, all right, cool, we know we're going to get people for this. And again, that's the business side of it. That's the dollars and cents that make the games happen and make it you know, go the way we want it to go. But yeah. none of this is uh, uh, by coincidence. Exactly. And, and also to people that are like, but this, this isn't a good thing, right? Like, this is bad. Like, business is icky a lot of the time. And I'll say, yeah, like for the consumer, this sucks. Like this isn't this isn't great. People don't want to pay more for their PS Plus subscriptions. But when you look at the dollars and cents of it, a corporation, a business, like in in the structures of capitalism, this is what they're gonna do. Like this is the natural order of things. I don't like it, but yes. But here, so here's and this is not me carrying water for PlayStation yeah. at all. This is me talking about a business thing at all. Is there ever a way then for this not to feel icky? It's a price increase, mm-hmm. yes, right? And our, and our argument, of course, is that, well, it's going to an executive's pocket. Oh, well, it's a corporation. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Obviously, when the mom and pop breakfast diner that doesn't exist, but I'm acting like, when Lucho's, which you never, you ate it once or twice, I, right? I the old, all, yeah, right. Yeah. We know Lucho. Lucho works behind the counter. Lucho's amazing. If Lucho was like, yo, I have to raise prices by a dollar on everything because of cost everything, we'd all be like, ah, oh, no big deal. It's fine. But why not? Granted, that's not 40, though. Because you know what I mean? For sure. But it's that thing of like, I believe Lucho when he's raising his prices because of the world. When PlayStation raises their prices and they say, like, right, their quote in here is what? The, uh, uh, to enable us to bring, continue bringing high quality games and value added benefits to your PlayStation Plus subscription service. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, like, it's, it's you know, buzzwords. It's, it's and- corporate speak. Yeah. Sure, but they have increased and been doing better, right? Like, I mean, again, we I think before they revamped PlayStation Plus, we were all like, oh, man, it's getting the shit kicked out of it by Xbox Game Pass. They revamped this thing, and then they did the uh, uh, extra tier that had day and date, CSRs, other games like that that I'm not, I can't reference off now, but they've, they've, exactly, they've had things in there to be like, yo, we're trying to compete. Now, granted, this is always the problem. Now we're saying, okay, well, I have to believe in you. I have to believe in you and give you this extra money and go, right? And again, like, there's no, I don't think there's an answer to this question. If there's a way for them to do it and not make it feel icky, I guess the only way to do it and not feel like you're just taking more money from people, right, is to us a year from now, look back. Look back Everybody like, set a year, a calendar reminder for a year for PS, uh, uh, I love you, or PS, I love you, XOXO to look into this and be like, yo, did they actually deliver on this? Did was they make it? more? Yeah. Was it worth it? <laughs> yeah. I would think that like, I mean, if you wanted to do it right, like I, I think it, it, it would be backing it up with the content and even me. And like, again, that's something that we can look back at, but even immediately if they were like, Hey, this is what the next few months of PS plus looks like. That's because of this price, like, point. this is what you're getting. Listen, we know you're not going to like this decision yeah. or we know your money's tighter than ever. We know, blah, blah. Here's how we're already justifying it. If you, I like that a lot. Yeah. If you, did the on day one if you did this and this you'd already have it paid for by the end of the year because we're giving you x y you're getting in november december yeah i think that's why the optics i know it's more so just making fun of it right with the saints row thing but if it wasn't saints row and it was a fucking banger that they were putting out here for ps plus Mm -hmm. premium this month 
I think that would be a nice like, oh yeah, but look at this thing that we're giving you be because of the price hikes that you're getting here. Yeah. But that um, seems, uh, and you know, I'm I'm very uh, pessimistic when it comes to course. this type of stuff and uh, corporate speak. And, I'm, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying give them all the leeway in the world. Yeah. No, stay on. I'm like, you know, fuck. And again, it is like just a corporation. Even if this month was like a banger, I feel like this is dangling keys to distract of like the kind of uh, punishment that you're you're getting as a consumer. Mm. So I don't know. I I think this sucks. I think it's a yeah, very bad optics. Uh, sucks for the consumer. Just Not great. Subscriptions can be hit or miss, right? Like some subscriptions have great deals. Subscription, some subscriptions don't. But a subscription where you can get the best deals, patreon.com slash kind of funny. That was a rough I, time getting there, but I got there. You got there. And it's, <laughs> and it's a, honestly a conversation we have. We restructure our tiers all the time, right? And try to make it make sense for the consumer and whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And lots of times, yeah, we're money-hungry corporate bastards. Like, there's 11 of us. Help us out. <laughs> and, of course, over on patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can go and get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Every single person I know that has tried Rocket Money has been shocked at how many subscriptions they have that they forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Most people think they're spending about $80 a month on their subscriptions, when in reality, it might be closer to 200 plus. Uh, when you're signed up for so many things like streaming services you use to watch one show or free trials for delivery you don't use, it's so easy to lose track of what you're actually paying for. With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. Stop wasting your money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. Rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. This episode is brought to you by One Piece on Netflix. The global phenomenon One Piece has finally gotten a live action adaptation on Netflix. This is an incredible world ruled by pirates filled with never before seen superpowers and a hunt for a legendary treasure called the One Piece. It's an epic action adventure about following your dreams, searching for treasure and ultimately Finding your chosen family. The series was made by fans for fans, old and new. Showrunners Matt Owens and Steven Maeda are huge fans of the manga and come at their work from a fan-first perspective while still allowing new audiences to discover and fall in love with this story. Manga creator Ichiro Oda was involved in every step of the process at a level which was never seen before in any previous live-action manga adaptation. One Piece is an action-packed, warm-hearted, and joyful adventure that you don't want to miss. Don't miss One Piece on Netflix, August 31st. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive 
as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. And we're back. It's like I pushed in the chair and then noticed there's an etheric like tip of a cord there. Like, oh fuck, I crushed that real good. You fucking did you destroy it? Did you I don't think it? Yeah, oh, did alive? you break it? Okay. He says no. Kevin and I have been talking about moving that Ethernet cord because that Ethernet cord is what uh, tells the lights to change. So I've been noticing whoever sits where you're sitting, Greg. Yeah. The Ethernet cord gets kicked out, so uh, when I change uh, the uh. lights to do something else, it'll stay at like the green on the edge of the gotcha. table. So Kevin and I are Still have, not broken, not broken. Yeah, yeah. But I want to let you know, Kevin and I have been talking about moving that Ethernet spot just so people who sit there aren't worrying about it. Sounds great. Store number two. Oh, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> the Elder Scrolls Six is officially in early development. This no, is, this is Ryan Dinsdale at IGN, and also it's wild that like I never think about the the at the beginning of the title. Oh, the Elder the Scrolls. The Elder Scrolls. Drop it. You know what? It was a Facebook. I can yeah, read yeah, the Facebook drop, quote, but you know what the, I want to say. Drop the the. Just Elder Scrolls Six. Bethesda's confirmed its highly anticipated role-playing game, <laughs> The Elder Scrolls Six, which was officially announced in 2018, has entered five early, years ago. Has entered early development, Barrett. Five years ago, it was announced. They just shipped Starfield. <laughs> Speaking to Vandal about the imminent release of Starfield, Bethesda head of publishing Pete Hines confirmed the, si- the Skyrim Pete? sequel has completed the pre-production stage and moved into the development <laughs> phase. Hines was asked if fans will hear more about The Elder Scrolls Six once Starfield launches. "Quote." We have put all of our studios focus on making this game the best it can be, he said, translated by Reset Era user Shoot. Quote, and yes, there are people working on The Elder Scrolls 6, but this is what the studio has focused on. So no, you're not going to hear about uh, you're not going to hear soon about The Elder Scrolls 6. Starfield is our focus now, uh, and it's going to remain our priority for a while before we talk about anything else, end quote. When asked to confirm if The Elder Scrolls 6 was still in pre-production, Hines said, quote, no, it's in development, but it's an early development, end well, Greg, is the Elder Scrolls Six going to have the longest development cycle we've seen from announcement to release? We're already five years in. Yeah, five years in, we're finally in early development. When, how long did it take for Cyberpunk? Because I remember that being a while. See, I was thinking Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, you know what I mean. Like, it's, that's the thing is, I think we'd have to really lay out the ones that have been the longest of all time. Yeah, and go uh, from there. How long was Last Guardian? Jesus fucking Christ. It was like 2008 to 2016. Yeah. Metroid Dread as well, technically. See, do we count this the ones is going to go like... up on this is going to go up there. Yeah, this is going to go up in the pantheon of games we've known a long time. Because I think the, 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 the conversation with the other ones is that like they were in development hell, right? Like Duke Nukem was development hell. Last Guardian was devel- like, I maybe unconfirmed development hell. I don't know if that's a confirmed thing, but I assume it was <laughs> development hell. Last Guardian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Elder Scrolls 6, I don't think it's going to enter development hell. I think it's just a thing. They're going to plug away and do their thing. Yeah, we're just going to be Bethesda and take a very, very long time with this thing. Yeah. God bless them. I mean, like, we can't. This is totally a have your cake, eat it too situation. Mm -hmm. We're all the time, we're always like, people announce things too early, but then we fucking flip out of every rumor, IMDb leak, whatever. You know what I mean? So, what do you want it to be? I mean, we're do still going to do that. With do you want to know? Do you want to know that? Yes, they're clearly working on the thing that you said that you imagined they'd be working on. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to know nothing and be respectful and like hang out? Like, you know what I mean? Like, when do we get Elder Scrolls 6? <sighs> Will I have gray hairs by the time? We yeah, get probably. Wait, wait, how old are you now? 20? 29. 29. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's coming. Damn. Well, basically, we'll have to start you need to get more stressed head. out. That's the problem. Yeah. You're yeah. still too happy. Go lucky. No, oh, I'm very stressed out. I just hide it really well. <laughs> when do you think we'll get Fallout 5? Oh, I'm honestly. Gonna have- I'm, my kill, my children will be in high school by the time we get Fallout 5. 
Yeah. I was going to say, I, let's, I would change the question and I would think, not question. I think you let the next fallout sooner than you think. Because it's not going to be Bethesda. Yeah. I think, I, I think agree. with Xbox there, I think they'll go to Obsidian and have them do it or whatever, do New so. Vegas 2 or whatever they want to call it or some shit like that. And even Obsidian, they're working on like 10 other games, right? I know, but that's the thing. They keep working on other games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, like... they got Outer Worlds 2, which is basically a fallout. Yeah. They got Avowed, which is basically a Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's Bethesda Light. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Give it to In Exile. I don't they're know. Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it was going to be a while before we get any of these games. I would think you're at least, yeah, what? Let's say I'm six years away from Elder Scrolls 6. I would say you're four years away from seeing something from Elder Scrolls 6. Like a trailer? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, you know, them talking about it, like, in a real way. <sighs> right? That sound crazy? I would, I mean, maybe this is crazy, but I would give them, like, two years for releasing a trailer. I think we get a trailer. You think Elder, a trailer in two years? 2025, I think we get a trailer. Wow. I don't think we see the game until, like, 2029. But like that's what they do, right? Like, how long ago was it that they revealed Starfield and we're finally getting it? It's Five always, years ago. It's always that thing too, though, of like, what will the leadership of Xbox Bethesda be by then? What is the reaction of Starfield going to do to Elder Scrolls? What is the reaction of Xbox trying to line up the dominoes and knock them over going to do to how Xbox talks and re- releases information about games? Like there's so much you don't know, as, or any of us know, as we look down that pipeline of where it's going to go and what's going to happen. And then also... Kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong or chat if you just have are they doing Starfield DLC? Like, you know, Fallout that used to be a big deal that we would get like, you know, oh the yeah, pit and they stuff do do a lot whatever, of it, yeah. right? But I don't know if I've heard anything about Starfield getting DLCs. Yeah, that's like you're wrong. People a lot of people in chat are saying yes. Okay, yes, yes great. Yes. Yeah, everybody's saying yes. So they see I think that also then, you know, Fuck. pushes stuff out further than two years. I don't think you get a trailer in two years. But I understand what you're saying of like a teaser they, trailer, yeah. you know, a teaser, like a teaser trailer, Fuck and then like, goes Rosso, Fosso, yeah. yeah, and we don't like it'll be one where I think the waiting period for for Elder Scrolls Six will be another four to five year thing of us getting a trailer every other year and going, oh here it is, it's here again. Oh man, we've been hearing about it for so long. Oh snap, <laughs> I have a, a fucking gray beard now, and I'm finally, <laughs> I'm finally getting Elder Scrolls Six. You're hosting with Ben. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, nanobiologist, of course, confirms that we are correct. Duke Nukem Forever currently has the record of fifteen years. Fifteen years of development. But that's the can beat that. What? Nana like, also says Starfield's first DLC is called Shattered Space and it comes with the premium edition. You mean like it's to be clear, like I, I buy the premium edition, I eventually get you. Event- that's, not, yeah. that's not like day one. Okay, okay, just make sure. Story number three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. Pete Hines fucking popping off he's doing like shotgun comments right coming out oh, of yeah. games i think he's getting tired remember yeah. he's like oh man you play a game for 80 hours you ain't done shit gotta give us the game earlier than that, in that case. <laughs> story number three imagine dragons releases official starfield song called children of the sky this is wesley yin you can't even say it with a straight face <laughs> imagine dragons has released an, its official starfield song called children of the sky <laughs> in parentheses a starfield song it's inspired by Bethesda's space role-playing game, which launches early September. Uh, frontman Dan Reynolds said, quote, The song, like the game, asks some of the most difficult questions we face as humans trying to find our place in the universe. Bethesda created iconic games we've been playing for most of our lives, and we're honored to have collaborated on this song for Starfield, end quote. Starfield composer Ainon Zir collaborated with Imagine Dragons on Children of the Sky. He said, quote, the band has created an amazing, emotional, and memorable song, and I joined them in crafting the Starfield motif into the song, as well as iconic elements from the main theme and the Starfield orchestral treatment. The outcome is a massive celebration for Starfield, and I hope that 
the, uh, the group's fans, as well as gamers from all over the world, will find it as exhilarating and magnificent as we all feel, end quote. Greg, yeah. will we ever find a new band? <laughs> to make <laughs> to make songs with video games. Imagine Dragons at one point. Uh, here, I, I'll be straight with you. Like I know a couple Imagine Dragons songs. I don't know much about them. Mm -hmm. But like at some point, apparently in an interview, they're like, "Yeah, we like video games." And like, and everybody, everybody was just like, "You're the you're the band." Then Jeff's like, "Get on stage and play at the original Game Awards with I think it was like Koji, right?" Because well, like, they also they did they, the intro uh, song for. Um, Arcane. Arcane. No, yeah. this is my point. Is yeah. what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. I was getting there. Like oh, in 2015, sorry. or no, not 2015. That's when we started. So 2014, right? When they did the first Game Awards, I was in the audience watching Imagine Dragons collab with somebody from Nintendo. I was like, what? Oh, this, is, this is cool. Gosh. Okay, whatever. And then, yeah, then they did the Arcane thing. Now they're here doing this thing. And I'll tell you what, I bopped to this song on the drive to work today. I had a great I, time. I refuse to listen to it. I can't do it anymore. So do you not like Imagine Dragons? Or is it's it just that, you know, like a tie into a video game? Or? No, it's, I mean, it's more so Imagine Dragons. But like, it's not that I don't like Imagine Dragons. <laughs> it's just that I'm tired. It's just that like I don't like what the, we're in 2023. Why are we still why are we still on, on Imagine Dragons? Sure. You know, like they've been making the same songs. Last Radioactive was a was a banger back in the day. Back, what like, I like, what year? A decade ago. <laughs> it was what, literally a decade. What ago. I love about Imagine Dragons is that again, I, yeah. Now that you've said Radioactive, I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Mm. But like, I I they pop up and I'm like, oh man, I know this is a band that makes music that I know that I've heard and enjoy enough, or whatever. And then I popped it on today and I was like, ah, oh, these guys. But it was like still that same thing of like. This almost sounds like they're sampling other Imagine Dragons songs because yeah. it's just like the same. They make the same thing. They're like, um, well, Owl City, the Fireflies guys. Like when when you listen to any Owl City song, they're always doing the same thing, like the same kind of sound. I wish Andy Cortez was here because Andy Cortez does the best Owl City. He does do a really good one. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fireflies. It's like something like that, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is like that. I'm also reaching for it, right? You know, uh, there was like the TikTok edit where they just did the oh my god, fireflies part over and over again. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Owl give it City. to me one more time, Blake. <laughs> just the word fireflies. <laughs> That's what they be sounding like, though. That's what they be sound like on their song. You would not believe your eyes, your eyes. if ten million fireflies is exactly how they sound. Yeah. I, that sounds. I could have sworn you're Owl City himself. Good for you. <laughs> Kill me, I'm Owl City. <laughs> Jake Rocks 007 writes in to kindoffunny.com. This is a great episode of Game Daily. Fantastic episode. Was Starfield partnering with Imagine <laughs> with Imagine Dragons for a song, and it actually being a really Thank good you, song. Thank you, Jake. I opinion. enjoyed the song too. Moving forward, should more games do this? Also, what game? and band slash singer would you like to see partner together should more games do this should more games partner with Imagine Ooh. Dragons Greg <laughs> <laughs> you know I never want to get in the way of creativity right mm. so it's like I don't I don't know what the what the general public is saying to the cringe factor of this or whatever blah, blah, blah. but like if there's a partnership that makes sense yeah sure go for it but it's, it's just we've seen this go wrong you know what I mean? You've seen mm. it go wrong where it's just like, I didn't even remember Paul McCartney did a Destiny song. People are in the chat were talking about that. Wait, that, really? That, I saw a Paul no Tassie, way. Paul Tassie or somebody else tweet about that or whatever. Like, so that people are making music, but it's really hard to believe that. Like, again, Imagine Dragons, oh, apparently. Yeah, Diablo and Halsey did a thing. And that was fine-ish, right? I don't know. I didn't listen to the song. I don't know. I don't, I don't. Oh, do you know, but like, you know which one is a banger that we can all agree on was uh, what, KDA with League oh, of Legends? Well, I mean, okay, first, like, that doesn't count. 
Does that not count? They, I, I mean, know. that's a made-up band for the, the thing. That's like, a Riot owns them. KDA fucking slaps. They killed it. Yeah, but like, the song is so good that I, like, you could have convinced me that KDA existed for like yeah. 10 years. Yeah, the, you know who it the is? The K-pop group Coming is like game. made up of characters from League, I think, or whatever. But again, like, if, so if... So Whoever, so like, who, wrote in, who wrote and sang it, though? Because so real people wrote and sang throw it. Throw it out the fucking gate. Then uh-huh. uh, here's what we do. If you want to make a song about uh, your video game, it has to be the band from inside your video game. If I could go see Imagine Dragons in Starfield, <laughs> if I could dock with Imagine Dragons spaceship, we'll, we'll and I come in there and they're all like, "Oh, don't shoot us! We'll play you! We'll play you a jingle." What was the side mission in Miles Morales? Where was it? His uncle that was like leaving all these like things for him to make a beat with. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I, yeah. I want. I want that. I want to. I want to go to a real life live performance and somebody just who's just like doing the cosplay of miles's uncle performing okay. so you want like an arg event yeah <laughs> okay uncle aaron <laughs> uncle aaron yeah um but i mean to the question though of like what game should do this i would like to see yeah more of that kind of thing wait that's not true right but ron just said ed sheeran did the credits for pokemon scarlet he Violet, did and it's he fucking did. awesome he did. no I, I forgot about that he 1000 percent did and it's really good it's fantastic i don't even like it i play like when that. we did our top 10 of uh 2022 that was the song i played when we revealed it yeah. Churches did a great song for Death Stranding. That That's is true. what turned me on to Churches. Yeah. And Jeff Keighley, of course. Um, God, Ed Sheeran. But yeah, like, I mean, what? Across the Spider-Verse. Is Ed Sheeran thing. cool? Do people still like Ed Sheeran? Uh, he's cool. He's not not cool. I think he's just there. I'll tell you what. Yeah. One of the, like, most shocking moments of my life. When what, the song about him, like, you know, having sex with a woman and then eating Chinese food. Remember, they go to the buffet to oh, save money I, or whatever. I'll tell you one Ed Sheeran It's song. the Ed Sheeran song. I, yeah. I want to say it's his maybe the first like breakout, but I'm not sure. But it was a breakout for sure, and it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to that song, vibing with that song, having a great time with that song, and blessing the shock on my face the uh-huh. first time I saw Ed Sheeran. Because <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah, no. oh, this yeah. guy, I was, he looks- he's singing and bopping. I'm like, this guy must be the coolest fucker alive. Ed Sheeran, so they're like, he looks like Poe? Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking Poe? He looks like anybody. Like, Ruined you every, man ruin down every Ed Sheeran song the rest of my life. Shut I've never seen a man look Poe so looking British. motherfucker. I don't want to hear from you. God. Man, Greg, Greg just really hates redheads. No, it's just Poe's a big dork. So Ed Sheeran's clearly a big dork. <laughs> but uh, what, what I was going to bring up, right? Like, I think I like about... um. Like across the Spider Verse, right? It's across the Spider Verse partnered up with Metro Boomin to like produce the whole album for that. Sure. Um, and like Black Panther has done that before, right? Yeah. With like uh, Kendrick Lamar and those yeah. and those folks. I'd like to see that with more um, like superhero games, like specifically Miles Morales. I'd love for them to have JID or like some like modern current rapper to like collaborate and make a whole album out of that. I think there's a lot of opportunity there. I think that'd be pretty dope. It would be dope. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to see more of this. It's just not with Imagine Dragons. Again, no hate to Imagine Dragons. It's just we've gotten Imagine Dragons. I just feel, again, we're missing out on a great thing to integrate them into games. I feel like GTA 4 took that big swing from <laughs> Cat Williams and Ricky Gervais in. <laughs> well, like GTA 5. Does any other video game <laughs> podcast talk about Cat Williams as much as we do? <laughs> Only to bring up I got love ass Williams, beat by though. a junior high student. Oh, man. That's the thing is, like, it's so disrespectful. Not disrespectful, but, like, I'm such a fan of Cat Williams. And, like, he is... It's the, it's the fact that he that he had this one moment <laughs> that was so fucking ridiculous and hilarious that we had to bring it up every single time. The fact that he got choked out by a middle school student will never like not be funny and will never not come up when when his name comes forth. But I love Cat Williams. He's a, he's a treasure. Story number four. Japan is getting a live action drama series based on Pokemon. This is Chris Scolian at Video Games Chronicle. 
A live-action drama based on Pokemon will be starting in Japan in October. As detailed on the TV t- Tokyo website, the show's title roughly translates to Fill Your Pockets with Adventure and will start airing on TV Tokyo every Thursday from October 19th. The show follows Madoka Agaki, a university student from a small port town who decides to quit her job at a seafood manufacturer and moves to Tokyo to join a small advertising agency called Adventure. Although she used to dream about living in Tokyo, once she gets there, Madoka soon realizes everyday life isn't what she expected, and she starts to stress what she takes on, um, or when she takes on a presentation that could result in the fate of her company resting in her hands. Then Madoka receives a package. This is like a full synopsis. Uh, then Madoka receives a, a package from her mother. It containing- says over here you're getting the robot voice again. Oh, is this happening again? Yeah, so we should stop. We'll stop. We we'll stop. stop. We'll just talk about whatever while the. We can talk about plays. more bands that should collab. Oh, here's the one thing. that blew my mind. Like you know how once in a while, not every day, but once mm-hmm. in a while, I want to go into the audience and just beat the shit out of somebody in chat. Oh yeah, somebody skated by and they go, "Cat Williams was in GTA 4. <laughs> I'm like, "How do you think we got to Cat Williams? That was the introduction to this entire bit. What are you talking about?" Oh, that's <laughs> something I wanted to bring up too is the fact that I think GTA has done that as well. Like GTA Five in particular has done that as well of like they original um, like music. I think they had like a lot for their radio station. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant people like we were talking about being in the game. Doing no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. More so, just like the like um, they have what I think they have like a blonde radio station that was like Frank Ocean curated or like a Flylo thing. Okay. Like being an, another music producer. No, we're all like, good now. Sorry. Oh, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre was literally in GTA five. I forgot about that. That was like a year ago. God bless Dr. Dre. Uh, all right. Little the silence says, bless his t-shirts fire. Where can I get that? That was a Patreon exclusive. You got to be on patreon.com slash kind of funny. It is a great shirt though. It's a great shirt. Uh, jumping back into the, the article. I'll start back from like the last paragraph I read. Nobody so, fucking cares. There's a Pokemon show. Big deal. Uh, but like Madoka's story is very fascinating. So although she used to dream about living in Tokyo, once she gets there, Madoka soon realizes everyday life isn't what she expected. And she starts to stress when she takes on a presentation that could result in the fate of her company resting in her hands. Then Madoka receives a package from her mother containing the, the Game Boy Pocket and copy of Pokemon Red she used to play as a child. She starts playing the game and realizes it contains something that's important in life. The show is billed as the world's first Pokemon human drama in which the, the main character grows through, ex, uh, exist, through, through their experiences playing Pokemon. Fuck, that sounds awesome. Yeah, they right? got me at the end. I was totally like, when's it, when is she getting a fucking Psyduck or whatever's no. going to happen? And she's going to play it and a Psyduck pops out. And we got a lot of Psyducks running around. No, I love sounds this. good. I like this a this lot. Sounds like, this sounds like when I got Persona 4 Golden when I first moved to Seattle. Sure. And like, that was my way of like, you know, pouring myself into a thing. And the fact that that was a game about being in a new town and meeting people and me- making friends and all that stuff. I connected to that game in a different way because of the circumstance I was in. That's why I imagine Madoka's going through with Pokemon. Agreed. Good for you, Madoka. Good job, Madoka. Our final news story. Story number five. Amazon has announced New World's first expansion Rise of the Angry Earth. I'll this stop you right Ivan. When I read this headline, mm. I had that feeling of like, when you go on vacation, you leave the garage door open. Like, oh, fuck, we forgot about <laughs> it. Like, oh, we forgot about New World. <laughs> Has anyone checked in on it's New like, World? Where's Ben? Where's ben? <laughs> uh, this is Tom Ivan at VGC. Amazon has announced the first expansion for its open-world MMO, New World, titled Rise of the Angry Earth, and set for release on October 3rd, 2023. It'll introduce mounts and a new weapon uh, while raising level cap to 65, among other features. The expansion will cost $29.99 and require the base game. New players will be able to pick up both uh, will be able to pick up both together for $69.99 as part of the New World Elysian Edition bundle. Quote. In New World Rise of the Angry Earth, the southeastern tip of Aeternum 
formerly known as First Light, has fallen. Amazon said. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing as you read it, bus? <laughs> I've never like I played New World once. I yeah. think for like a stream or yeah, something yeah, and put yeah, it yeah. down. What the fuck are they talking about? The rise of the Angry Earth? Oh, uh, you know. What the fuck is an Aeternum? Oh, you know. It's no. a crossover with Immortals of Avium. Mm. Uh, once, once a welcoming place for newcomers <laughs> to Aeternum, the fields have been ravaged by the fury of Artemis <laughs> and the Angry Earth, end quote. You tell me somebody named Artemis has a fury? Yeah, an Amazon fury. DC Universe Online. Shout out to Artemis Fowl. Shout out to Artemis Fowl. Um, does this do anything for you? No. I mean, I'm, good. I'm glad. Awesome that they're supporting it. Mm-hmm. Amazon, you know, not afraid to pull the plug every so often. So, like, there's still an audience there playing it. Or remember when it? they released Crucible and then unreleased it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah remember so. what was the other game? Lost World? That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, that's another one. Amazon had a moment where they were just like, here's all sorts of, you know what? No. Yeah. So I don't, I can't like, we got video games now and then we forget about the video games a, a couple weeks later, except for the people who I know are probably still playing Lost World in New World. I don't, they, I don't know how many of you. They, Lost Ark. Lost Ark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, good for y'all. Hope you guys enjoy it, both of you. Uh, <laughs> Greg, <laughs> I'm excited to see when the second expansion for New World comes out. But apparently, Again, ben, based, you will be talking about it. I kind of funny. Based, based on this cadence, that release is just so far away. If I want to know what's coming out to, to Mom and Grab Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. I was telling Barrett this during the, the ad. Allergies kicking my ass. Oh, no. I've never experienced this before. <laughs> Man, at the beginning of the year, like springtime, that destroyed me. Yeah. And I've been good since. So I, I, I don't wish this upon you. Out today, we got Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope DLC 3, Rayman, and The Phantom Show. That's out today for Switch. And then Excite Bike 64 is out. Excited Bike. Excited Bike. Uh, new dates for you. Pioneers of Pagonia, the new game from the Settlers creator uh, Volker, Volker Wirtich, uh, launches on December 13th in early access on PC. Uh, Logiart Grimoire is launching in early access on September 12th on PC. Wolong Fallen Dynasty, second DLC, Conqueror of Zhangdong, uh, launches September 27th. Nower Play With Your Food launches September 12th on PS4, PS5, and PC. Rise of the Triad Ludacris Edition. Rocky Luda! <laughs> Luda! On the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, and both PS5 and Xbox Series X via backwards compatibility on September 29th. I'm going to pause there. It's, it's not on PS5 and Xbox Series X. All right? We, every game is backwards compatible. You don't need to sneak that in there. We'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're trying to trick you. It's like, oh yeah, it's also on PS5, and it's like, oh, is, neat, there, cool. is there a PS5 for no? Is there a SKU? Yeah, no, oh, okay. And then Konami has announced that uh, that it is delaying Suikoden One and Two HD remaster in your face, Jared Petty. Gate Rune and Dunan Unification Wars. <laughs> However, Konami didn't specify a new release date. Give me that one more time. <laughs> Dunan, Dunan, Suikoden One and Two HD Remaster: colon, Gate Rune and Dunan Unification <laughs> Wars. Dunan, <laughs> Dunan, Dunan, the Barbarian. Deals of the day for you: uh, Batman Return to Arkham is three dollars and ninety nine cents on the US PS Plus. Um, I guess if you have PS Plus on the US PSN store, which is uh, going to be eighty dollars soon. <laughs> Greg, mm-hmm. now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Rewrite in. Let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong. So you can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. 
Uh, Tundra says you can download every classic game aside from PS3 games that did not receive a remaster or port for PS4. Those are the only games that are, uh, are stream only. I knew that, but if, if, if I didn't imply that, then yeah, I'm wrong. Um, Xbox Game Pass subscribers get Starfield on September 6th, but they can pay a $32 upgrade to get the premium edition and play it Friday. That's a really nice deal. You also get other things with the premium edition, right? I assume that DLC like, the guy was talking about? Oh, uh, okay, yeah. That makes sense. Okay, then that's a good deal. Shut it, Mike. All right. I'll say, ah, I don't know about paying $32 ah, to play a game. Really. People are doing math here. Math scares me. I feel about that. New AJ says, I've done the maths. If we go by Blessing's number of a 5% de decrease in subs, plus the approximately 20% increase in price, PlayStation is still set to make 12 to 15% more annually with these new prices, even with a 5% loss in subs. That's it. That's it for counterfund.com. So you're wrong. People are writing about KDA and saying that there's more League of Legends bans. We appreciate it. Yeah, but they're never going to be as big as KDA was. No, absolutely not. Uh, tomorrow's hosts for Kind of Funny Games Daily are going to be me and the one and only Paris Lily. Paris Lily on Let's Games go. Daily. Yeah. yeah. If you're watching this live right now, after the KFG post show, the crew is playing some of that Baldur's Gate 3. Of course, Greg, this is There he is. Funny there Games he is. Daily. The man who's reviewing Starfield for Kind of Funny. Paris Lily. Uh, I should have worn a jacket. I should have worn a jacket. I have, I have the jacket. Do you have it here? Money hat. You money hat. Yeah. You sell out. You know what I mean? Going to review a game and you got a jacket. I'm a mercenary. Oh, God. Sick of me. Sick of me. You know what I mean? Can't stand him. <laughs> this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, live right here on YouTube.com. So Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, Game Daily. You want to sit in? Yeah. Yeah. So we can take over. Yeah. Welcome to the stage, Paris Lily, everybody. Yay, Paris Lily! So sad. So sad. See, I hate sitting next to Paris because, like, his biceps make mine look so small. Ask him how he got those biceps. Oh, I've seen like the pictures. He of the went to the gym. He goes Les. to the gym. I'm Get not, in the gym. You're not gonna Les. find me in a gym. Les, I'm gonna sit over here. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Okay. Yo, what the heck is going on, kind of funny best friends? Welcome back to your Super Chat post show with me, Snowbike Mike, and your two incredible show hosts. Of course, Blessing is here, and we got a little sub coming in. One Paris Lily is joining us on. The post show, of course. I don't, I don't like the height of this. You don't like it? Adjust it. Yeah, make, make it your own. Make it your own. Why is this chair so small? I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Either. What happened? You know what I mean? It's probably because Greg's so tall, maybe? I'll, I'll, I'm going down. Tall. Oh, did we screw something up? We unplugged it. might be it. the broken chair. I did. I did. I think I did. No, no. no I, Greg ruined it earlier. I think Greg. he moved that one. Fucking Greg. Uh, well, Greg, our first super chat is all about you. So we'll, we'll talk to you in a second. It's right. Here we go. You're going to grab a wireless. Oh, we got people coming in right now. Let's start off with Paris. How are you? Somebody wants me to bench press him. I think that's awesome. Bench I mean, press me? Bench no. press bless. Yeah. That'd be wicked that's dope. I mean, you could easily do that. Oh, yeah. You, go, you can put that up. What you, how many? Let's, you know let's get you know real. What? How many last times? Night, last night, I did, I did 315 five times. Oh. Five times? Yeah. So you're putting up bless probably 22 minimum. 22 minimum. Kids coming in at a solid 110 right now. Can you bench Greg? Yeah. 
Yeah, you can bench. Yeah, you can bench. I wouldn't want to, but I could. I was gonna say it's gonna be hard getting a grip. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever benched a human being? No. Because it is awkward, right? Yeah. You got to go like middle of the back on the shoulders. Yeah, exactly. Balance. It's not good. Uh, But how are you, Paris? I'm I'm fantastic. I'm here. You're here. You're here. You're doing really good. Uh, Greg, yeah, you here. have a question from the chat. Of course, we'll start off with you since you're here. Yeah. Anthony says, Greg, tell us why 1989 is Taylor's best album. Ah, oh, man. 89 is my favorite album for sure. I think it's got the best mix of bangers. I think it takes you on the best journey. You get a taste of everything. You're not set to one style. And, um, you know, I, I, as much as I love Taylor, uh, I feel like every album has an identity. I like that identity. You know what I mean? It's, it's It was the... <sighs> I don't want to oversell it, but I feel like it was for me. I think that's when she really started. Why, why are you still you're still eating the babies, the baby food? I brought this out for you, and then you left, and I was going to offer it to you, oh. but now it's for me now. Well, yeah, you ate it already. Now here's the thing. So it just 89 is the best. I think I like the yeah. mixture music, but you can't go wrong with Taylor Swift. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like that was her big breakout. That's when the world really woke up. Like, wait, this woman is more than just country music. Oh, which okay, I okay, her. okay. But you could also make that argument for Red, but we're not going to do that right now. Back to it. You sh- you stop buying the knockoff ones. It turns out that if you go and you buy the little applesauce ones that yeah. I get. From Benny, there's jokes on the bottom, like Laffy Taffy. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll check that out. This is the treetop, but I like it because it's got pineapple in it. Sure. Yeah, I understand you know that. I, mean? yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, we're just getting ready for the big marathon stream tomorrow. So I'm just bringing in snacks. You know, I gotta, I'm got. i going to bring in an extra set of clothes. Is great, man. I'm going to bring my toothpaste. So, you know, you're just preparing for yeah. a long day. Here. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're going to have a live fun. in space. Let's have a good time with this. I'm the shortest person here, but I think I'm the tallest. You taller than me? Or as tall. Okay. Well, I'm going to stand up. Let's figure yeah, it out. About 6'5 six, six, each? 6'5? Yeah, what, I say 6'3. Six, what are you checking at? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm tall. The same I'm tall. What, about you're, the same. Look, I'm taller. It's because you're here. Visibly though. taller. Wait, it's because you're here. Shave your hair. Also, also, take off your shoes. Go back to back. It's the same. 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 Everybody sees it. It's the it's, hair. It's yeah. the hair. It's the hair. <laughs> Shave my head. Let's figure it out. <laughs> Uh, Brian Murphy writes in, and Paris, this will be for you to start. Okay. Hey, guys, have you guys any interest in Space Marine 2? It looks like a perfect drop-in and drop-out time killer game. They just dropped an extended gameplay trailer, if you're curious. You want to hear something funny? Yeah, if we want to hear I have not seen jack shit in two weeks because I've been playing Star Wars. Oh. So, no, <laughs> okay, okay. I, I don't this know. This man's been surfing the known yeah. galaxy. Uh, I will say, I've seen a lot of Space Marine 2, and it looks awesome. You're going to like what you see right there, Bless. I'm looking at the trailer. This looks really good. Yeah, I'm very excited about Space Marine. So, man, it's tough, Paris, because now we got to tiptoe around you. Is it like an Outriders? Uh, It will be a single-player game, I believe. Single-player, okay. And uh, it's going to be a badass Space Marine murdering a bunch of scary aliens. This looks really cool. Yeah. Be super dope. You've seen this before. We watched that some sort of presentation recently. Yeah, but whenever I see like this is a Warhammer joint. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I see Warhammer, I tune out because like it can be anything. Oh, okay. okay. And like I don't know. Also, if Rahul. Oh, they're saying it's three-player co-op too, so we can play it together. No, I'm not as interested. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We don't care about that. But it's like it's like a gear gears then. Then let, let's talk a little bit about Starfield Paris because you are the guest on the Super Just Chat the Post Show. Now. We don't have to, we're not going to break embargo. We're not going to ruin it. Let's talk about reviewing it. Sure. You were just putting in countless hours. You were tuning out the family. Can like, I, can, what, what was can that I, like? Should I say the amount of hours I played it? Sure. Should I say that? When I did the main campaign, that was at 72. Okay. I'm now probably pushing 90. Damn, dude. Oh, wow. I, I kept it's going to be a good review. Yeah, yeah. Going to have a lot to say then. That's great. And so what's that like with the family and work? How do you balance that time then? I just ignore them and close the door and go play. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, literally. 
<laughs> no, I mean, with, with older kids, you know, my wife gets it. So with older kids, it wasn't that big of a deal, honestly. Okay. Yeah. I okay. Just, I'm just like, hey, I'm going to be reviewing this game and playing it for the next week and a half, two weeks. This so is like, my life okay. now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wonderful. You know, my wife goes, you're still doing your real job too, right? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> when did Pete Hines say you're getting started with the game? Was that 80 hours? Was that 90 hours? What, wait. Well, Pete Hines quote, I can dig it out for you, but it was something like, yeah, even once you roll credits, you have, and we're not going to talk about any of this. Yeah, yeah, so once yeah. you roll credits, you haven't like really, so yeah. let me find it for you. You haven't started the game until you roll credits. I like that. And did you play on multiple systems? Yes. I played on the Xbox Series X. I played on the Xbox Series S and the PC. Okay. So we'll be able to talk about all that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Cloud was not available. I guess we can say that. That's not a big deal. Okay. You couldn't yeah, cloud yeah. Yeah, Because the game isn't officially yeah. launched. Mm-hmm. It can't be launched. It was, it was not a cloud. Uh, just, just pun writes in and says, already told my wife I'm going to bed late every night. Be prepared. <laughs> yeah, this, ba- this Space Marine game looks kind of cool. <laughs> I just, yes, there you go. Oh, now, Bethesda, at a Bethesda oh. mainstream event during Gamescom 2023, Bethesda's head of publishing, Pete Hines, said he felt Starfield didn't really get going until he'd spent 50 hours finishing the main quest and another 80 hours on side quests. That's exciting. It's going to be a play. great time. I can't wait to play. I in a similar conversation with IGN, he said, if I'm being honest, there's really not an amount of time that I'm comfortable enough with saying, now you've, with saying, quote, now you've played enough Starfield to get what the game is. Because I'm at, because like, I'm at 150, 160 hours on my current playthrough, and I haven't even come close, end quote. Lots to talk about today. Okay, lots to talk about today. Getting ready for the big review. Uh, Nabashin writes in and says, do you think that the PlayStation Plus online-only option should be something PlayStation should consider seeing the price increase is too much for basically everyone? What do you think about that, Greg? So what do I think is Greg Miller? Yes, of course they should. I mean, online shouldn't be locked behind a gigantic paywall. That's mm. a very bad move that's, you know, coming to our video game landscape and stuff like that. Does PlayStation feel that way? Of course not. They know online is vital to the majority of video game players and for the majority of these games that are coming out that are online connected and on, not online. Well, some are online only, right? But online is such a big deal about it. They know that you'll pay. They know you'll figure it out. They know you'll justify the purchase. Yeah. I mean, Gamer math. Basically PSL what he's money. saying. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a numbers game. It's a business. They know you're going to pay it, so they're going to do it. Yeah, it reminds me of Game Pass Core. Yeah. Of course, we've talked about it on yeah. the Xcast of like, just drop that. Let everybody play online like you would on PC, but they still hold on to that Xbox Live Gold. Now that's Game Pass Core. That online model is still proven to be successful on you'll buy this and pay yep. for it, so we're not going to drop it. And PC doesn't. Yeah. I'm a brand new... Um PC hardcore gamer now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. I've seen. Woo! I've seen the episodes. I've seen the episodes. Yeah. Woo! Um, and yeah, like I think the the idea of having to play, having to pay eighty dollars a year for PS Plus just to play online. Yeah, I feel like that's an argument for get on play on pc <laughs> like i i'll be honest with you i mean yeah. as the guy who hates pc gaming the most as a joke uh, for the most part, uh, I agree. I agree hundred percent. Like yeah. I mean, yeah, if that's free over there why why are we doing it this way over here yeah i mean i would love and i mean especially if, if it becomes more and more essential to games that's the thing is yeah i think it's become so essential you do have the nice benefit of games like fortnite and free to play online games you can play you can play without having to pay for a ps plus which is a really cool thing and which should be the case because those games are literally free to play um but there are so many games now you look at call of duty you look at nba 2k you look at some of the most popular games on the platform that so many people are showing up for and a large chunk in your of your audience is playing and it's like, cool, you're having those people pay $80. Like, if you had those same people, if you added a benefit to PlayStation, it's just, this is, doesn't even have to be a PS Plus thing. This could just be a maybe a separate thing of, hey, pay for PlayStation online, and it's only $30 to $20 a year. 
I think that would be such a benefit to people, and I think there could be something there that adds up for dollars and cents for them, but I don't know. I think you're going to have to wait and see on what is the return on this new price hike to, yeah. to see if they turn around on it. It just, to me, it just feels like a model from an age long ago yeah. where mm -hmm. there was a time and place where it totally made sense that we would pay to, to play online. But here in 2023, this is why you don't see it on PC because they already know you try and charge it on PC, PC players are just going to find a way around it. Whereas console, you can't because you're locked into that system. Um, it's, it's getting too expensive. It was already too expensive, in my personal opinion. And for to see it to go, the price to raise on PlayStation is just unfortunate. Um, I mean, remember Xbox tried this. Yes, remember that. Was that two years ago? They were like, oh, 120, and everyone balked, and they obviously scaled it back. But even even at 60 right now, I just think it's simply too much just to play online. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, of course, they tell you there's other benefits added yeah. to it that is not just online. Yeah. But they also right. under, we understand that that's why you're probably yeah. getting it at that level. Uh, don't forget, Alex J. Sandoval writes and says, don't forget all Sony's upcoming games as a service games are coming up PC day and date makes the hike even or make even less sense to me. Sure. And we'll see how that is. I mean, mm -hmm. you say all upcoming. We'll see how when, when are we playing fair games? We'll see what's yeah. up with that. So I, I, I guess one interesting point about that with with PlayStation going to the free to free to the live service games, I should say, I would assume a lot of them are going to be free to play. They'll probably be excluded from. You think so? That yeah. is again where I was driving with this. So let's see how close they are. And then yeah, like Fortnite, you don't need PlayStation Plus. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chad. But Fortnite, you don't need it. And there's a a couple other. I think no, that's not right. There's a couple other exceptions. I can't come off. Of I the think top the of my exception head. is free to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's similar to Xbox yeah. as the same yeah. thing. So like Warzone, yeah. Rocket League, any free to play title will be free to play. No, Last of Us factions. A in 2028. See a, a guess that never. I would have <laughs> on how they do it would be to put these games day and date on PlayStation Plus Extra, and like that's how you're playing these games. And so it's not necessarily you're paying for the game and you're playing for online or a free to play thing. It is oh, I am getting these games through PS Plus Extra, and that's how I interact with it. I don't know if that's the right move. It could be honestly, but like I don't know. I, I think there's so many ways they can go about it. Yeah. Paris, this question's coming in for you from Kev. Oh, Kev. Paris, what protein do you take for great results? I don't. No protein. I don't. So in the gym, I used to. I used to. Okay, I, okay. I used to be big time. I would take gold standard uh, whey protein. Okay. So, honestly, since the pandemic, my whole diet and workout routine has been so screwed up. Yeah, I, I don't take any protein. What about like pre-workout to get yourself jacked up I've, beforehand? I've never done that. I did it really? a couple times, and I just felt weird, so I just I never do it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Man, I took some pre-workout back in the day. Yeah, be jacked up going into the. I would probably say yeah, because that's the that's the thing up. you need, Mike, is getting jacked up. I would probably say the protein I do have uh, is eggs. I ate a lot of eggs. The incredible a lot of eggs. Egg. Okay, yeah. we came back around on eggs, right? They're not packed with cholesterol, right? Yeah, I don't know. It right. it, it, it changes because like, we of course here used had to be the egg you council. You can't have the yolk, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like no, that's okay. Like I, I thought we were all I thought we were all cool with the eggs again, and then I, Jen's like we might be eating too many eggs. I don't, yeah. I'm like what the hell are you talking about? Eggs are fine. She, but she's from Canada yeah. where they don't let like special interest group run ads yeah. to change yeah. your mind about yeah, science. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. I'm like I don't know what's real anymore. Are eggs good or bad? <laughs> Zay writes in and says, "Will Insomniac's Wolverine be a first person game, Paris Lily?" Oh, you mean first-person perspective? Yeah, uh-huh. No. No. I, I hope not. That would be, that would that be all. insane. Yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, I feel like this is jumping out of, like, the person who wanted Wolverine to be a PSVR 2 exclusive game. Yes, yeah, we talked here. about that yesterday. Yeah, they're like, we're going back to our resistance roots <laughs> with Wolverine. 
that'd be insane if like yeah resistance is the game they go back to as opposed to spider-man yeah the marvel game that they just made yeah wolverine it's gonna be dope oh yeah. hopefully it will be super dope i i'm excited when do you think we'll see that again paris i think you'll see it next year because Summertime? I think they're purposely not showing it until after Spider-Man 2 is out. So okay. I think I think in 2024, 100%. you'll see it. Maybe, maybe, game awards? maybe a Game Awards tease. December? Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Okay, I like that, I like that. But maybe we're all missing the real information. Maybe Wolverine cameos in Spider-Man 2. Okay, could be maybe cool. Maybe shirtless Spider-Man saves him. Whoa. We're, we're building the I'm lore. Gonna say no. A okay. twist. I'm going to say no on that one. Fair enough. You know what? There could be a reference to him, but I don't think we'll see him. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. Paris, you received the Spider-Man bundle. Yes, I did. Can you tell me how dope that console looks in person? Of course, a lot of people like myself loved that PS4 edition. I think that bright red with the logo yeah. really screamed. Does this do the same trick? Yeah, I, I really like it in person. Okay. Honestly, the pictures doesn't do it justice. When Ours you get is it supposed purpose. to be here today. Okay. I'm going to go check if it came. I really want you, you just the FedEx face plates. Those, those are the dream face plates that I want, so I should buy those. those I, the face and, and, and it's so funny, and again, I appreciate PlayStation sending it to me and everything, but I was complaining online, I don't know, a month, month or two ago about the plates Okay, that they were limited. I'm thinking, sell more of them. People are going to go buy this. Yeah. I would want this. And it was like, I think it sold out quickly. And I couldn't get it. Mm. So, and I, I can feel that pain for a lot of people because very similar to what Xbox is now doing with like the Starfield wrap, uh -huh. right? Instead of selling these limited edition bundles, you have the plates, you have the wraps now. So I already have the console. I just go Smart. buy that. Yeah. Get the wrap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Linky Dragoon writes in and says, no, Mike, they sold out in like two minutes. Yeah, you won't yeah, be able yeah. to buy any. Yeah, yeah. that's one. Just so keep selling plates? them. Yeah, the Spider-Man ones. Yeah. Like, why, why do we have to stop? I get that you want to make it limited and special, but like, why stop? Just keep making money off of me and everybody else. I, want I was to. able to grab a controller, but then, yeah, missed out on the plates, which right. is unfortunate. So I would love to give controller. you the plates that are coming today, but you made me play that game on PC when I could have played on PS5 and got <laughs> some trophies. Hey, you board. know what, Greg? Yeah. I didn't make you play that game on PC. Yeah, you insult me on this episode instead. I remember everything. <laughs> He does everything. I keep a little fucking list. Don't uh, worry about I it. I got the Starfield wrap in. Yes. It is actually way better than I thought those wraps would be. I'm actually impressed. They look really with that. good. Yeah, yeah I, I really am impressed. They have a little Velcro hook on the back. I, I, I did not think this was what it was going to be. I'm impressed. We'll see down the road. So wait, I, do you have it here? I have it here. You want to see oh, it? Oh, I, I want to see it. Okay, I, don't I go anywhere. You guys talk. Yeah, I'll be right I back. I want to see it. I'll be right back. Uh, let's talk. Oh. Man, I hate Mike. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> do y'all have? Wait, are we going to in and out? So we serious, baby? Oh, no, do you not want to know? You want? You no, want I'll, no, 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 no. no. Well, here's the here's what happens yeah. is we're all big talk about going in and out, and yeah. then we remember we actually have to go. It's like, well, he's got a stream to do. We got work to do. We'll just end up doordashing something. You can't doordash in. That's how you win. There you go. What do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? What are you feeling today? In and out. <laughs> we're going in and out. <laughs> disgusting. You're disgusting. And that's the worst. No, it is. Don't it. don't join this crusade. No, I've been I've been on this crusade. Can can, can I, I support silently? Can I once and for all tell you my beef with In and Out? Sure, the fries. Being, is being just the fries. Everybody hates the yeah, fries. Yeah, the fries suck. Yeah, yeah. The burgers, they just they aren't the great. Like I have to, I get it. Uh, a double meat. Yeah. And I have to do animal style. Sure. And that's the only way for me that I I can eat it. Yeah. But yeah, the, the the fries are terrible. Now their shakes are really good. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah the See, uh, getting a Neapolitan shake. Ooh, yeah. yeah that's See, good. it's interesting because most people, and this is I'm not we're not two characters are fighting. Most yeah. people like only have beef with the fries. I, I rarely yeah. hear a burger complaint. Like yeah. I love the burger, but yeah. I, you know whatever. Here it is. 
So check this out, Paris. I'm actually really impressed. So check so here's it out. my yeah, Xbox, out my baby, job. and then yeah. take a hold of that, open it up, see what you think. It's actually kind of cool because on the inside, the inside gray looks very, very nice. And you're thinking, oh, man, I would like that. But no, it turns out it's just the inside. It's not reversible. Interesting. Oh, and then you just uh -huh. what, then you just you do that. This is magnets. So you pop it off or whatever. Oh, right? so, so it's like a, so it is like an okay. iPad case. Uh huh. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And then what? I'm just doing like this without looking. Yep. Oh. Oh wow. That's great. Honestly, I, I I really love where we are you know at right now with this kind of stuff because not only then, does see, this look a, awesome. Yeah. We were talking about the faceplates for PlayStation yeah, face being plates. easy to put uh -huh. on and do stuff. I'm glad they're adopting this because when I had an oh, Xbox worries. One, I bought uh, a Mizzou decal. I might have had it sent to me by whoever was doing it, and I had to put it on and I put these stickers on. Uh, and then when I wanted to get rid of it, I had to peel it off, and it was ugly as hell. This is so great. No, this seriously in person seeing this and doing this. I mean, this is dope. This this is a this is awesome. very smart move yeah. that they did this. So now every Series X out there, every first party, like there'll be a Hellblade 2 one, right? Mm -hmm. An avowed one. They can do this now, and people can pick and choose the special edition console that they want. All the vents are clear down and on yeah. top. Even in the back, like Barrett showed you right here, that's clear, which is nice. Uh, I am a little concerned about wrapping the machine with something, you know what I mean, to see how hot it gets, but mm -hmm. I haven't gotten to that point where I'm When's playing Xbox eight hours ever had yet. a problem with overheat? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll playing this thing also. <laughs> and then the fun part is, like, on the backs, on the inside of it, you got, like, this nice silver wrap with that kind of, like, texture on it. Yeah. And I thought, oh, man, maybe I could just wrap that up like that. Turns out uh, it doesn't hit the Xbox mm. or that one. But it could have been cool if it was reversible. Reversible. Yeah. You know, I guess mathematically. The reverse one actually looks hot. Yeah. yeah, the reverse looks cool. I like this uh, silver with the Starfield, but unfortunately, it doesn't line up with the disc tray yeah, or the I'm, logo. I want one. I'm going to get one. Take a look at that. Surprised yeah. they didn't send you one. You know? Well, I don't know if you heard the last episode of uh, Xcast, but what Gary, Gary, I literally they will fell be sending Paris and Gary. No, money. they're not gonna. It doesn't matter. I'll buy my own. Gary out there taking photos in his bomber jacket. Get out of here. <laughs> he looked good in that bomber jacket. He looked good. Gary's gone on the tirade now on the Xcast, where he just looks at the camera and says, "You send me this yeah. now, Xbox." He doesn't do it. Doesn't ask. Doesn't email. Just says, "Give it to me." I love it. God love bless it. him. God bless him. How excited are you guys? You three, Mike, Paris, and Gary. On the stage the first, the first time, time tomorrow yeah. for next cast. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Uh, really it's going to be a great time. Really excited to be with my two gaming dads yeah. and feel the energy in the room uh, to be a part of the FAQ as well. Right, like I haven't played it all, but by that time, I'll start at nine. If we record it, like whatever, three, let's say, I'll have some hours in, which will be cool. So it'll be exciting to be able to talk just Starfield with yeah, the guys. And sure. actually thinking about that time frame, that you're, it, it, it's going to be an interesting conversation, your perspective on it, which obviously will... Talk I can't wait. Our review. Can't but, wait tomorrow, 9 a.m. Uh, the review goes live, and I start up our live stream, which is really exciting. And, Who knows how long we'll go for? And uh, I don't know if we've said this, but the, your uh, streamathon will be on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games exclusively. Be over just there. because it's we're going uncapped, so we don't know how long it's going to go. And unfortunately, the YouTube backend gets really complicated with stuff like that. But uh, we are trying to uh, save recordings and stuff uh, on our end uh, to maybe one day. Posted on YouTube and stuff, but just a, a heads up there as well. Let's get back to some super chats because we got a lot of them. Electric Greg Tar writes in and says, Blessing and Tim recently revealed their top 10 2D platformers. What are some games that would be on Paris's list? You know, it's, it's funny because I watched that and I was I was so happy to see Super Mario Bros. 3 at the top. Because yeah. I honestly, I think it's the greatest game ever made, personally. I'd still say that to this day. The fact that that game came out in 1990 and still holds up now is just goes to show you the genius of what they were able to do with platforming. 
So clearly Mario 3 is one. Mario World, it, like the Marios all almost don't count because there's so many Mario games that, that are going to be in there from a platforming standpoint. And now that you got me thinking about other ones, is Dead Cells considered a platformer? Would you call that a platformer? Metroidvania. It's more Metroidvania. Yeah, I yeah, I, that was yeah, kind of, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a roguelite. Because now, now I'm trying to think Rogue ones that I would put in there that I would put in there with it. Um, God, I'm on the spot and I'm blanking. Like, of course, I'm blanking. Think about it for a while. You got time? Yeah, I got time. I'll think about it. I'll, I'll think about I'll a couple. Back. We'll I'll talk. Greg, give me one. Platformer? Donkey Kong Country. Two D platformer. So but the question I was sorry, yeah. you angled the pair. So the question was, what what was my favorite two D platformer of all time? Two D platform. Super yeah. Mario World. Okay. Yeah. Done. Done. Easy. I like that. I like that. Paris, uh, and also, I want I want to put out there. We have received Jared Petty's list for his top ten two D platformers of all time, and we put it right in the fucking trash. Exactly. No, okay. we're gonna. That's gonna and be the next gonna, episode. We're of the gonna shit rip list. that one apart. Yeah, the shit like list that. is gonna be me and Tim going through Jared's list because Jared had a lot of shit to talk. I about. did almost, you know, d- delete the email that he sent me because let me tell you, Greg. It's a long email. What a surprise. <laughs> uh, VB Vicky's writes in and says Ori is on their list. Yeah, Ori. But you know one that's on there? I, I don't know why I, I couldn't even think of that. But Psychonauts 2 is for sure on there. Ooh. Okay. Hey, for 2D platform? 2D platformers? Yeah. Okay, so 2D. What the fuck yeah, you're yeah. talking about, yeah. And, and, and this is my thing, yeah, right? I don't know. Because a, a lot of people are talking a lot of shit, yeah. right? But I'm seeing people in chat go back and forth on whether or not Dead Cells is a platformer, a Metroidvania, or a roguelite. So y'all don't know shit either. They're all of them. <laughs> it's easily a, it's, it's a roguelite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cut and dry. Shiny Rock. People don't know genres. Writes in and says, Greg, like can Mike. we get a loud ski? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. That's what they wanted. I don't. I refuse to say it. What if okay. that's some kind of battle cry that I don't know? I'm not, I'm not getting put out of context and put up there. Stand down and stand by. <laughs> in other news, an internet person. Uh, Mike Townger writes in and says, Flight Wi-Fi is sketchy right now, but I wanted to take a sec to thank you all for the love and support. As always, let's talk more indie soon. Of course, Mike Townger and the team over at 6-1 Indie yep. had their big indie showcase today, looking to do two a year, which is very exciting stuff. I watched that this morning, and they continue to get better and better and spotlight some awesome dope indies. Yeah, it was a really fun time. I put it up on the TV in the, in the office, and I, I had to like cut it off halfway because I had to go and do the KFGD, but like really, really, really cool production, like surprisingly good production. Like Not surprising because they don't have the skill, obviously, but more so surprising because like I... When, when I was saying this on, on early in the show, like when I was doing OK Beast, I look at them as peers, right? Of like, oh yeah, you know, it's OK Beast, it's Six One Indies, these guys, right? We're all doing this from the ground up and doing our own thing. The fact that I look at them now and like they're doing it on such a level where the the production and set that they're doing it with could have been something that kind of funny did, right? Like they're they're doing it on a level where it's like, wow, you guys look like you have so much budget and so much production. I know that you guys aren't that. Right? I know you guys <laughs> that you're just three people. So the fact that they're able to do it on that level is really impressive. Amazing as always. Everybody check it out like we were talking about in the show. 61indie.com. You can go there and watch it and then wish list all the games you think are cool. Josh McGriff writes in with the $2 Super Chat and says, this money is for Paris. Please collect from Greg. Greg, you're going to have to buy Paris lunch today. Ah, damn it. Oral Sanchez becomes a member. first Chat, ban yourself. Zelda Racer, ban yourself. Oral Sanchez becomes a YouTube member for eight months and says, Hey, Paris, what movie slash TV slash comic book property would you like to be made into a video game? What do you Loaded want? Loaded question, man. Loaded um, question. What do you got? What would I want to see that hasn't already been done? That, that's the question. I, I always go to Hellboy, but that's obviously been done. 
And uh-huh. a new one coming yeah, soon. That, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, that one's coming, coming out. Soon. Um, I don't like that question because I can't think. <laughs> I don't like that question. Leave <laughs> the set. <laughs> you know what? The chat just gave me a good one. Daredevil. I, I would love oh, to see Daredevil. That yeah, would be great. Yeah. Static shock, but we learned it's just static. I taught you something. Yeah, that's and why I, I said like, just static. I, know, but I, I appreciate I think you. people just get static shock, though, right? If I just said yeah, static, oh, yeah. you might give me the look, right? But then but, if you say static and leave it there, oh. the, the fans, they go, man, no, Mike gets it. No, no, no. no. I got it. it. I got it. Because yeah, I've yeah. always, there technically is a game because it came out on the on the PlayStation 2, but it wasn't good. Okay. I would love to see Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, yeah. There. I thought you were going to say Punisher for a you second. You in the 25th spooch? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think that they should have given that show one more try no. with the second season? No. Or do you think they had no, to turn it off? No, because it was a disgrace to that <sighs> to that property. Like, like literally, my gamertag, Vicious, is from Cowboy Bebop, the villain. That was not Vicious. I was like, what the hell am I watching? Um, I had hope for the second season because they were introducing Ed, like, in the very last episode as a teaser. Oh, but um, what an introduction to that character. Yeah. You want to talk about Vicious? The introduction to Ed, man. Yeah. Uh, that made yeah. me sad. So, but when they canceled it, I was like, you know what? This was probably for the better. This this was, I love the, they, they nailed the aesthetic of what Cowboy Bebop was as far as it being live action. It felt like that could be Cowboy Bebop. But the stories and the changes of direction that they went, I just I was not on board with with those characters. Just didn't land. How about this One Piece? Any 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 hopes for One Piece after what you just saw with Space Cowboy? I, I'm worried. Yeah. I, I mean, I you, uh, until we see it, I'm worried. Paris, you're looking great. <laughs> Stella from IGN and him should host uh, host together sometime. The internet's muscle mommy and beef daddy need a crossover from Brandon Martin. I would love to host with Stella. That would be great. Technically, we have already, but it was on a competing platform. Competing platform? Gary the Third writes in and says, I canceled my auto renew on PS Plus. I doubt this is the case, but do you think their service games will automatically launch into PS Plus? If so, what tier? You kind of brought that up of like, yeah, maybe they yeah. just launch directly into those. Yeah, and again, like I think that would be a controversial choice. Like I don't know if people would actually like that, but really, I, I, I think the thing is they got to figure out the right way to do these things because we talk about all the time of multiplayer games, games of service games. The landscape has changed as far as getting these things into people's hands you look at any any of the big ones right now you look at overwatch overwatch is free to play now right that's a transition they had to make now is overwatch 2 <laughs> having a good time right now not really but that's a transition they had to make right you look at fortnite you look at any you look at call of duty and they have warzone as a free product you that is the way that multiplayer has evolved and changed and you look at things that are coming out full price things like battlefield and it's tough right it's a tough landscape to uh, to be in and so i don't know if as playstation you want to put out all these new IPs, these new multiplayer IPs as these $60, $70 games because these things thrive off of um, audience install yep. base and they also thrive yep. off of, yep. like, in terms of monetization, right? Like, a lot of them thrive in off game of purchases. Passes, yep. in game purchases and all that. That's where the money's at. And that's what PlayStation wants, right? They're not... not the money. PlayStation's not doing this so they can sell these games the same way as God of War. They're doing this so that they can, like, look at content over time and the in-game purchases and stuff. And to do that effectively, you got to... Put this game into as many put these games into as many people's hands as possible. So that that is either free to play or that's either utilizing PS Plus and really making that the the um, uh, the platform. Hey, if you have the lowest tier PS Plus, you can play this game. I mean, we talk about it on the Xcast, right? Those first party games going into Game Pass is a huge win. We talk about multiplayer games, right? You have to have the audience. You have to have that install base. If you charge seventy dollars 
Perfect example, Texas Chainsaw Massacre just came out, right? Yep. That game is on Game Pass day and date. That's why it's strong. That's why it's still going a week and a half later. People are still talking about it and playing it. If that game was $60, that would have been wiped off the face of the earth seven days later. There's no way we'd be talking about that game. I can give you a AAA, and we talked about this on XCast, the AAA example of this was Battlefield 2042. I, we were saying it before, and it was like, mm-hmm. this should be free to play. Do yeah. not charge me $70 for this. It's not going to work. And on Game Pass now, so there you go. If you want these new IPs, especially, to succeed and become something more, they have to put that in some sort of PS Plus tier. you got to do the Game Pass model. You get all the user base in there, probably even put it at the lowest one, because you're going to make the money off of suckers like me exactly. who want to give you the $20 Battle Pass, who want to buy the upgraded skin. Even if we play this game for a week, a month, three months down the line, if you don't have the big pop and you don't have just a way for people to come in say a week, a day, or months later to jump in and try your game, no one's going to play these. No one's going to play these, especially new IPs from PlayStation, which are hot and dope, but I come to PlayStation for your established IPs. They got to sell. They have such an uphill battle with all this stuff of selling the PlayStation audience, which is known for, hey, we want quality single-player narrative experiences coming in and selling them there. Hey, cool, here are these games of service. Here are these heist games. Here are these PvE, PvPVE, like... That's there's an audience for that, but I don't think the PlayStation audience is necessarily yeah. clamoring for it. So PlayStation Plus has to be a gateway. And Br- Brampton B- Bodman and Chad, I think earlier mentioned when Bless is wrong, and then they say MLB the Show is an example of them doing it their way and succeeding. We know why that's apples and oranges. Like that MLB the Show one is on Game Pass, but then also that is a sports game. Sports games are an entirely different beast. Yeah. That is that have a history built in of we know what those are. Those come out at sixty dollars every year. Yeah. Those do their numbers, and like the the yearly aspect of them is how they monetize, right? Like that is them doing that. Um, but yeah, like I think you got to figure something out with uh, PlayStation. And like I don't think you can put out Concord and have that be a seventy dollar thing and have people get excited and, and into it the same way. What I think will happen. Um, whether it's this year or if it somehow gets delayed, Helldivers 2, I think, might be the testing bed. I wouldn't be surprised if Helldivers 2 comes out for as um, a PS Plus extra thing, so in that second tier. Because they've been doing that, like we've talked about, with games like Sea of Stars, with games like um, Stray last year, and a couple of games here and there. I think Helldivers 2 will be the real, the real use case of, hey, we're going to put this out for... 30 40 dollars whatever that base price is but we're also going to put it on ps plus extra and see what that install base looks like and if we're able to see good numbers there then maybe they adopt that for their other most player games going forward if not then i think maybe they try and adjust and go all right maybe we got to go lowest here all right maybe you try free to play i think they're going to mess around with that but i think helldivers 2 being the first one to come through is going to be the one where they test that out with yeah, MLB The Show is an established franchise. It's the only baseball game yeah. on the market. Yeah, you have no so, choice. Yeah, that one you're <laughs> definitely doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're going to give me another generic space shooter and right. think that I'm going to want to buy this with my friends. Like, you got to have friends to play this. It's a multiplayer game. You're not jumping in by yourself and loving this all the time. I got to get four friends. That's $60 a pop. It's a big price point to jump in. Got a couple left, and let's get out of here for a big lunch. Cheesehead Troy writes in and says, Greg, Culver's over in and out Oh, yeah. I mean, what the hell is Culver's? This I'll is, just say this it. Is I'll a, be the one to say another it. regional you thing. Know what I mean? really yeah, exactly. Let, there, me, you know what I mean? let me give it to Culver's you real quick. Great. We don't even know what that is here. You don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to the middle of right the country there. for Culver's. My buddy Dennis back in the day used to work at Culver's. <laughs> <laughs> he let me borrow God of War. <laughs> <laughs> Addison and De- Dennis ever yeah, hang out? Exactly. <laughs> they didn't know each other. I knew oh, Dennis yeah. from church. Antigua X writes in and says, True KH fans know how convoluted the story is, but it tugs on our nostalgia heartstrings. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for playing it, KF. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if you know I'm playing Kingdom Hearts. 
I did know that. I'm playing it. Yeah. It's a good time. Yes. You know what I mean? It's a good time. We're, we're, I'm having a good time. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm having a great time. I'm having you, a great time. You have fun with that. Okay. <laughs> did your children ever play that? No. Did you ever play it? Okay. Yeah. See, me and Paris very no. similar. I'm not playing no. that. But Paris, I'm playing it. Paris, now. you need Paris. to watch Mike's reaction to learning that Donald Duck is in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. It is the Paris, funniest fucking there's thing. There's a couple of characters where you're like, these guys haven't been around in 20 years. How am I supposed to remember that? Right. You know what I mean? Come Donald on. Duck? Now. I, I haven't seen Donald, Donald Duck, Duck in years. How am I supposed yeah, to know yeah. that? You get to Bugs Bunny yet? Speaking of a platformer, <laughs> speaking of Donald Duck, okay, yeah, yeah. that reminds me of one of my favorite platformers ever. Yeah. DuckTales. Hmm. Oh, DuckTales. Okay, okay. Uh, DuckTales technically is a JRPG. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Rapid <laughs> Reaction writes in with a $50 super chat and says, lunch is on me, fellas. Enjoy. Hey, thank, thank you, you. Rapid Reacts. You are far too kind. And our final two right now, Nestor, not Nestor, writes in and says, Paris, you are amazing. Aww. Oh, thank you. Josh Turner writes in and says, Blessing, which Surface are you using? Uh, I don't know which one it is, but it's a Windows Surface. I got it through work. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft Windows Surface. Up. Thank you. Microsoft Thank you. hooks us up with the new surfaces. Yeah, I think it's Surface. Shout out Microsoft. Too. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm a part timer. Where's oh, my, where's my part time Where's his, where's his Surface? Actually, I'm lying because they sent me one. Too. I was going to say, you have a Surface and it's a crazy. cool blue. I saw it today. On, so, is getting, it the Surface Studio 2? I'm checking. I'm checking. Right. I'm checking. It is the. Whatever it is, I like it a lot. And you were apprehensive on it. You were like, I don't know. And then we were like, just bust open the box. Enjoy yeah. it. Use well, it. it was mainly because I have, like, at my desk, I have a gaming. This PC. is the Surface Laptop Studio. Surface Laptop yeah. Studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, at my desk, I have a gaming PC. The, and because the, the, the screen moves, right? Oh, yeah. It moves yeah, because like, they, they sent me that. And then I have the regular, is it the Pro 9 now? That's what I brought brought with me. Um, I like I like I think and it's, you can it's use good. And it in full tablet mode. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is going to replace the was it an Origin that I've been using? The for Origin a while. we've had since 2015. <laughs> yeah. A, a studio so, or a kind of funny launch. At this laptop. point, that laptop got ancient, and yeah, <laughs> I needed something new. So shout out Microsoft. Thank you so much for this laptop. Kind of funny, best friends. This has been your KFGD Super Chat Post Show. Of course. It's a big day. Paris Lilly is in the building. The whole kind of funny crew is gearing up and getting ready for liftoff tomorrow, 9 a.m. West Coast, best coast time. You will get the official Starfield review on Gamescast. And then later that day, we'll record an awesome X cast with all of your Starfield questions answered alongside a super marathon stream starting at 9 a.m. as well. So if you want to come ride into the universe and explore space with me, I'll be there until then. We'll see you later. Goodbye, everyone.